Welcome to the Inside Scoop, Advantage College Planning's podcast. I'm Lindsay Ringenbach, and joining me today is my colleague, a fellow college consultant at Advantage College Planning, Jamie Pack. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Lindsay. So today, our conversation centers around the topic of admissions decisions, specifically what to do if you've received an admissions decision indicating that your application has been deferred. So typically students are starting to receive this information if they applied to a college through an early decision or an early action deadline. And now is the time when those early action deadlines are releasing admissions decisions. And typically students can receive three different decisions. They can hear that they've been admitted, which is so exciting. They can hear that they've been denied, which unfortunately is a final admissions decision and the students need to just move on. Or they can learn from the college that they've been deferred. Now deferred is different than waitlisted. And so we really need to talk a little bit about what it means to be deferred. So Jamie, let's dive into this and talk about what a student should be thinking if they learn that their admission has been deferred. First of all, what, what does that even mean? All right, so a deferral means that the admissions office wants more time. They want more time to consider the student's application. Like you said, it's not an acceptance and it's not a denial. I like to frame it for students sort of like they're pressing pause on your application. And you can be deferred for, for any number of reasons. Mm -hmm. So maybe the college wants more information from you like first semester grades from senior year. For example, you may have had some lower grades in sophomore year that you started improving over the course of junior year, but then we were hit with COVID grading for second semester and there are passes on your report card rather than number grades. So the college may want to give you a chance to report those first semester senior year grades so you can show that you've continued to improve. Or you may have indicated on your application that you would be testing again after your application was read. If you got a December test date um, and you chose to test and they read your application before those scores came out and maybe a new score could help your application, they may defer you to give you more time. Or we're seeing this a lot this year, the early applicant pool for selective colleges is really competitive. And most colleges don't admit their whole incoming class from the early pool, even though some of them probably could. So they wanna keep the application process as fair as possible for those regular decision students. So they're only admitting a certain percentage from that early pool and then deferring those other applicants into the regular pool. So there's yeah. lots of different reasons you could be deferred. That makes sense. Yeah, the numbers that we're seeing from colleges regarding their early applications is astounding. I mean, applications are up in so many of these selective institutions um, just across the board. So it, I, I think that we're going to see more students are receiving this decision of deferred than we've ever had in the past. And so I think this topic in particular is such, such an important one to talk about at this time um, because it's going to be something that a lot of students are gonna be dealing with. So let's help them deal with this. So what are some of the pointers that we have for students if they do get the information that they've been deferred? What, what should we advise? Okay, the first thing I would advise is to take a deep breath and put that deferral in perspective. A deferral is not a denial. Your application has not been denied, it's just paused. So you're still a viable candidate. 
the college has looked at your application and has decided this student has a chance of succeeding at our school and is worth a thorough second look. So that's not a bad thing. It may not feel like good news in the moment because it's not the immediate yes your family was hoping for, but it's not bad news. It gives you an opportunity to continue advocating for yourself and to make sure that that application is being thoroughly reviewed. So nobody wants a hasty decision on their application. So if the college wants more time to make sure they're really considering you, I'm, I'm fine with giving them that. Right. Uh, so some steps that students can take. First, you need to follow up with the college. Um, colleges want to know that students are still interested in being considered in that regular decision round because some of the students aren't going to be interested, right? Maybe they got in somewhere else that they're excited about and they're going to take themselves out of the pool. Um, so different colleges are going to have different procedures for how you should indicate your continued interest. So students should pay really close attention to any instructions that the college gives. So it might be a form in your portal or a box that you check um, within your portal that shows that you're still continuing to be interested and that that may be all the information that they want. They don't necessarily need anything more from you, but maybe they want, they welcome a letter of continued interest for the student. And we're going to very shortly have a blog post on our website that will walk students through how to write that kind of deferral letter. In addition to letting a college know that you're still interested in having your application read again, you also need to send any new information that you would like to have considered. So first semester grades, pretty much required. Um, but a student should also review their application that they submitted back in the fall and see if there's anything that needs to be added or updated. So maybe you have a new leadership position or a new test score, or you found out that you're a national merit finalist. Anything that is new, that is new, that was not included in the fall, that might be useful can be can be included in that follow-up. And so if you if you've thoroughly searched your emails and your portal and you still can't find any information about next steps, you can reach out to your admissions counselor for further clarification about what the school will accept, um, what it is that they're looking for from you. Yeah, that makes sense. I love that. Just kind of going back and looking at your application because some students might have applied in August. I mean, we definitely had some students that were super ready to submit that application and it's, you know, many months later and students need to think back, okay, yeah, I have this new um, thing that I did in the fall or I was able to help tutor, you know, whatever that was just to update that application, I think can be something that, uh, that helps. And again, just continuing to advocate, I think is always a good thing. But there are definitely some things that students shouldn't do. So let's kind of talk about this on the flip side. What are some of the things that students shouldn't do if they've been deferred? Yes, so what you should not do, um, don't panic. Again, remember this isn't bad news and a deferral from one school is not a prediction of what's to come from all the rest of your schools. If you applied to a well-balanced list of schools that are all a good fit for you from the beginning, chances are it's going to work out as it should. The second thing you should not do is resend your application. They've got it, they're gonna read through it again. They don't need that information a second time. So don't resubmit an application and don't update the college with information that was already included in the application just to have something to say. And finally, and this goes for both students and parents, don't get desperate. So stay within the reasonable parameters when you're communicating with colleges. Don't beg, don't call once a week asking to check up on your application status. Don't send cookies. Um, don't be creepy is a pretty good rule of thumb. 
<laughs> and I would say too, that this is the time um, where students really need to be taking ownership. And so don't have mom and dad call on your behalf. If you have a, if you, the student has a question or there is something that you need to share with the admissions office, take ownership in that and make sure that, that the student is making that call or the student is communicating via email. You know, mom and dad and, and family can certainly support and help students and, and advise them on how to communicate with the colleges, but it goes a long way when the college hears directly from the student and not from mom and dad. And in fact, sometimes it can be a real red flag when it's mom and dad calling the admissions office instead of the student, especially when it's obvious that the student is right there and just isn't on the phone or isn't the one sending the email. And I will say too, to, to watch, watch the tone of those communications. Mm -hmm. So I know that admissions officers, will they get a lot of um, really intense communication right after decisions come out of, of families who are not happy with the decision that they got. And so when you are following up with the college or you're writing a letter of continued interest, make sure that you're continuing to be gracious. They're going to give your application a second look. They've not Again, they've not denied your application. Um, and even if they had denied your application, that's no reason to be rude to a poor admissions person. Um, so just make sure that you're, you're keeping your tone uh, positive, upbeat, you're not playing the victim or being really defensive that your application wasn't quote, good enough in the first round. Yeah, that's great advice. Thank you, Jamie, I love that, good. Okay, here's a trick question. What are the chances of being admitted if you've been deferred? And I feel like that's the question that everyone calls to ask, right? <laughs> what are my chances of being admitted if I've been deferred? So this is, this is tricky. What, what should we advise students in terms of understanding this? So sometimes I think that students and families think that we have like a sorting hat, like in Harry Potter, where we can just pull it out and we just know, or we have a computer program that's just gonna calculate the perfect school and your chance for admission. And like you said, it is kind of a trick question. Um, it depends on the college. There's really no way to know your chances of being admitted if you were deferred because colleges defer for different reasons. Um, if you were deferred because they wanna see more information, they wanna see those first semester grades and you've had a really strong first semester, you know, that's, that's good news, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a guarantee as well. Also depends on how many students were deferred, how many students were in their early round and in their regular decision round. I think it's a really good idea to pay attention to any communications from colleges right now, because usually right after they release some decisions, they also release information about the incoming class or about the early applicant pool. And they'll tell you, you know, here's how many applications that we had. Um, and here's how many seats that we had available. And especially this year when we're seeing so many more applications in those early rounds for a lot of our popular schools, um, you can, you can kind of get a, you can't get an actual idea of what your chances are. But when you, when you hear that, you know, we had 10,000 more applications in the early round and we've had 20,000 more applications in the regular round, you can sort of manage expectations there of how competitive it is going to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yep. There's really not a percentage that you can put to answer that question. Um, I think being really thoughtful and having that understanding of what this all really means is the only way to move forward and just to continue on with that senior year. Great. Thank you, Jamie. I feel like we um, have tackled this really difficult <laughs> conversation about being deferred. Um, and is there any last thing that we would advise students and families at this time? 
I would just say, remember to breathe. Don't panic. It's not bad news. Perfect. All right. Thank you, Jamie. Thanks for listening. Bye.